I'm David Enders, in for Malika Bilal, and this is The Take. We are coming to you on Saturday and Sunday as Israel's war in Gaza continues. The United States vetoed a United Nations Security Council resolution calling for a ceasefire, as Israel has killed more than 17,000 Palestinians in Gaza so far. The World Food Program is warning of widespread starvation in Gaza, and Israeli forces killed at least one Palestinian in the occupied West Bank. It's Saturday, December 9th. As we record this, it's 12 noon GMT. That's 2 p.m. in Gaza and 7 a.m. in Washington, D.C. The sounds of drones, planes, and explosions remain constant in Gaza as Israel's offensive there entered its 64th day. Israel has once again issued new orders to relocate, telling Palestinians to go to the area of al-Mawasi in southern Gaza, where Al Jazeera reporter Hani Mahmoud found tens of thousands of people desperately seeking food. People do not trust the Israeli narrative when they talk about safe areas for Palestinians to evacuate to because here at where we are reporting at, we just arrived to Al-Mawasi Evacuation Center and if people do not die of aerial bombardment and airstrike, they could die of starvation. As the moment we step out of our vehicle, people ran to us thinking we are providing humanitarian aid. People haven't eaten for the past two days they lack all the basic supplies and the basic needs that could help them survive. Carl Scow, the deputy director of the World Food Program, visited Gaza on Friday and told Al Jazeera on Saturday that 90% of the people there did not eat every day. Well, I spent a full day yesterday in Rafa, uh, you know, the city closest to the border of Egypt, and uh, uh, the city is packed. Uh, half of the population uh, in Gaza uh, is starving, and, you know, there is a sense of fear. You can see it in the people's eyes, you can almost smell it uh, in the air, and a lot of confusion. People ask us, well, you know, what's going to happen next? Where can we go? We have trucks loaded uh, on the borders, uh, but we're not getting access in. We need a more crossing points so that we can get supplies in. But of course, we also need conditions inside so that we can deliver to those in need everywhere in Gaza. We need a humanitarian ceasefire so that we can orderly distribute everywhere. Further north in Gaza, in the city of Han Yunis, similar scenes played out as Palestinians mourned more than a dozen people killed by Israeli strikes there on Saturday. The challenge that our people are facing accessing food is extremely unprecedented. Freelance journalist Akram al-Satari is among those who is taking shelter in the area with his own family. So you can see people walking down the street and asking for food and seeking it either to pay for it or just to take it as an assistance. And many of them are not managing to find that. And many of them have been complaining about the fact that they are hungry. And even one of the women who lost her children I think who lost her child, was screaming and outcrying that he, the child, even died hungry. He was asking for food for two days, and he ended up killed without uh, having uh, eaten. Israeli military raids continued in the occupied West Bank Friday night and Saturday morning, 
killing at least one Palestinian. We've seen the Israeli forces also intensifying the raids to Ramallah. It is considered the de facto capital of the Palestinian Authority as it has the offices of the Palestinian president, the prime minister's office, and a lot of other main Palestinian ministries. That's Al Jazeera correspondent Nida Ibrahim in the occupied West Bank. One of the 240 Palestinian prisoners released during a ceasefire last month was briefly rearrested on Saturday. Yusuf Al Khatib is a 15-year-old who has been released from the latest exchange deal that saw the release of Israeli captives as well. Yusuf has been around Jericho when he was detained alongside other men. His family says he's been beaten up before getting released more than two and a half hours later. On Friday at the United Nations, the United States cast the only vote against a resolution calling for a ceasefire in Gaza. This is Palestinian ambassador to the United Nations, Riyad Mansour, speaking at that meeting. It is disastrous that the Security Council was again prevented from rising to this moment to uphold its clear responsibilities in the face of this grave crisis threatening human lives and threatening regional and international peace and security. And that's The Take for Saturday, December 9th. This episode was produced by Zaina Badr and mixed and hosted by me, David Enders, in for Malika Bilal, with Miranda Lynn, Amy Walters, Suri Al-Halili, Nagin Oliayi, Chloe K. Lee, Sonia Bagat, Faranisa Kampana, Ashish Malhotra, and Khaled Sultan. Our sound designer is Alex Roldan. Alexandra Locke is The Take's executive producer, and Ney Alvarez is Al Jazeera's head of audio. Please join us again tomorrow.